Welcome to day eight of the 12 days of Christmas. Hey guys, welcome back to the All Bodies Nutrition Podcast. This is your host, Eleni, and as always, I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. Um, Today is another solo episode. I know that you guys have been really enjoying them, which makes me happy because I feel like I was kind of having a lot of episodes over the past year with guests, which is always amazing, but it's also nice just to have time with you guys one-on-one. So this is going to be a solo podcast just featuring me, um, and it's going to be about intentional weight loss. And I'm so excited that you guys have been, and I'm so happy that you guys have been really loving these solo episodes. I know for a while I was doing a lot of um, guest uh, episodes, which is always really fun to collaborate and to bring creators and people in the space to you guys to continue the conversation um, and to connect you guys with new people on social media and things like that but it's also so nice to have this time just you and I so I'm so happy that you guys have been enjoying them. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic of intentional weight loss which you guys hear me talk about a lot um, throughout the time of me having this podcast um, and I received a comment on a post that I made a while ago and this individual commented on my post and said well after someone heals their relationship with food, do you promote intentional weight loss? Um, And so for the short answer, the answer is no. Um, I do not promote intentional weight loss in any of my clients, even those who are in recovery from their eating disorder or their disordered eating. As we know, the reason why many individuals have a poor relationship with food and develop disordered eating and or an eating disorder is from a history of dieting. And I think people think of dieting sometimes in very like black and white terms. Like, oh, you're on Weight Watchers. Oh, you are on keto. Oh, you are intermittent fasting. So they think of when when people hear the word diet, they automatically kind of think about you know, those specific diets that I was referring to. But I think that a lot of people don't recognize that there is so much about diet culture that doesn't necessarily have a specific name. So for example, intentional restriction is a form of dieting, meaning that you are only allowing yourself to eat a certain portion of food, or maybe you are calorie counting or macro counting. Um, All of those types of behaviors are rooted in diet culture and therefore fall under the category of things that I would not recommend to any of my clients or any of you guys. Um, and so it's a little evident to me that the person who made this comment, which I don't know them personally, I don't know them on social media, they don't follow me, I don't follow them. Um, I guess they just stumbled upon my post. But um, I think the post was, and I should have said this before, but it was something like, you cannot heal your relationship with food and be a part of intentional weight loss at the same time. And it's just, it's just a fact. It's not just my opinion. It's just the truth. You cannot be healing your relationship with food and healing your relationship with your body while, you know, intentionally restricting, intentionally, you know, trying to lose weight actively. And so... You know, there are parts of intentional weight loss that I think people, like I said, may not realize are part of diet culture. And that includes like everything, like I just said, macro counting, 
um, counting calories, counting carbs, counting points. Um, and then like that underlying intentional restriction, meaning that you only let yourself have a certain amount of food on your plate or, you know, intentionally ignore your own hunger cues and things like that. Or you give yourself a, 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 an amount of time throughout the day that you allow yourself to eat, even if you aren't intermittent fasting. And then like once it's like that time, you don't let yourself eat after that. So there's a lot of different behaviors that people may not necessarily realize are part of diet culture. And I think it's important to highlight them. So ultimately, any form of intentional weight loss is not going to be helpful for your relationship with food. And especially if you were someone in recovery, it's actually just going to be counterproductive. So I have definitely talked about this in other episodes, but I'm just going to cover it again here in this episode with you guys today. Um, When you intentionally lose weight, or even when you don't intentionally lose weight, you could be sick. There could be a million different reasons why um, you lose weight um, unintentionally. Your body does not just selectively lose fat. I know a lot of like, you know, people in this industry, in the health industry, in the diet industry, in the medical industry, they, they make it very simple. They say calories in, calories out. If you're taking in more calories than you're burning, then you're going to gain weight. Um, if you aren't taking in, you know, less calories than what you're burning, um, that's why you're not losing weight, that type of stuff. And it's just like, it really just depends. It depends on the person. It depends on so many different things. Um, and that's part of the reason why relying on external sources to tell you what to eat, whether it's a meal plan, whether it's a nutrition coach, whether it's a dietitian, whether it's a diet, whether it's a book that you're following, whether it's a diet that a celebrity is doing, you are relying on information that is being told to you and telling yourself that this is how you apply it to yourself and that that it's going to give you this reward in terms of weight loss, right? And so it just, it doesn't work that way. We are all so different and each and every one of us, even if we all weighed the same and had the same height, we would still all have significantly different energy needs. Um, So it's so kind of silly to me to think that, you know, we are taught that we can calculate the amount of calories that someone needs in a day. And then based on that, we can subtract this amount. And then if this is how much they eat every single day, then they should lose X amount of weight per week. And it's just, it's not as simple as math. And it's so much more complicated, especially for individuals who have been dieting their whole life. Their metabolisms are not functioning as well as they would have if they weren't intentionally restricting. Um, And so when I get into a little bit more of what happens to your body when you lose weight, I hope it gives you a little bit of a better picture of what goes on biologically. So when you lose weight, whether it's intentional or not intentional, like I said, you do not selectively lose fat. Um, The first thought of your body is not to break down your your adipose storage, your fat storage, and use it for fuel. When when you learn biochemically what happens in the body in the absence of adequate calories, which are broken down into different components, most of which are carbs, which turn into glucose, which is what most of your cells in your body use for energy. 
um, you there's different ways for your body to compensate. So, for example, it's actually easier metabolically for your body to break down protein and turn that into a form of glucose than to break down fat. It's it, Your body's going to choose whatever is going to save as much energy as possible. So if it requires more energy to break down the fat cells than it does muscle um, storage, it's going to kind of prioritize what is going to save more energy. Your body wants to keep itself nice and even. It's something called homeostasis where your body wants everything to keep functioning at their capacity. Um, And so a lot of times when you do have intentional weight loss that's very rapid and even in unintentional weight loss, you lose a lot of muscle mass. And so like like I've, I've definitely said this in other podcast episodes, when, when we think of muscles, it's not necessarily just like muscles in your arm and muscles in your legs. It's like your actual organs that are made out of muscle tissue, like your heart. When you think about your heart beating and it contracts and expands, that is muscle tissue. So eventually, when someone has no fat storage and very, very low protein storage in terms of muscle, um, your body's going to start leaching from your organs. And that's very dangerous. And so I'm not saying that every single time for every single person in the entirety of this world, when they intentionally lose weight, this is what happens every single day. No, it's like, it just depends on the day. It depends on so many different factors. But overall, what we learn is that yes, you're going to lose water weight. Yes, you lose fat, but you also lose important things like muscle tissue. And muscle tissue is so important for so many different reasons. But what I don't think that people recognize is that as you get older, it becomes harder to maintain muscle tissue, which is why as people get older, they get more weak. Because if you're not trying to maintain what you have, or grow what you have, which is harder to do as you get older, you end up losing so much muscle tissue that it becomes hard for you to stand up when you're older or get out of bed or um, reach down and tie your shoes. There's so many different things that we don't think about functionality-wise that our body needs to do, and it requires a strong core and strong muscles. So the idea of like healing your relationship with food, I think should also be noted that it's not like an end point. It's not like you reach a certain point one day and you're just magically cured of your eating disorder or your disordered eating. Um, It is something that you constantly have to be um, on top of. It's something that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. If you are someone, and if if you, you probably can relate to this because if you're listening to this podcast... Um, you are someone who has struggled with their relationship with food or is currently struggling with their relationship with food, um, you know that it's something that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. And even when you get to a place where you are um, intuitively eating to the best of your ability and you have found some sort of joyful movement and you are you know, showing your body love and compassion, you don't just wake up one day and you're like, okay, I'm healed now everything's fine. Okay, now I could go back on a diet. It just kind of makes no sense um, because that's what got you into this place in the first place. 
So I think the idea of accepting body diversity, body size diversity is so important and knowing that some people will hear they'll re- will heal their relationship with food and will still reside in a larger body and that's okay. And so I think, you know, assessing our own internal weight bias and our own internal weight stigma, um, which are things that I spoke about on day, was it day six of um, the, ten, the 12 days of Christmas with Chelsea, who is a dietitian, who we spoke a lot about what I just said um, in detail. So if you haven't heard that episode, please go and give it a listen. Um, essentially, people need to understand that we are not meant to all be the same size. So if you heal your relationship with food and you're practicing gentle nutrition and you are enjoying the movement that you are doing on a regular basis and you still are in a larger size body, that's just fine. That's what your body wants to do. That's where your body wants to reside. And that that place, that weight, whatever that may be, is not going to stay the same. It, you, our bodies are not meant to stay the same. Um, and so... I hope that this maybe addresses some of the questions that you guys may have. Um, I think it's definitely an important topic to continue to discuss. Um, And I know that there are murky waters out there where people are um, promoting intentional weight loss and um, talk about their previous eating disorder. I see a lot of that on social media, on YouTube, influencers, things like that. And the truth is, is that you can't promote healing your relationship with food and intuitive eating and healing your your you know your body image and things like that while intentionally trying to lose weight. And I will say some people with intuitive eating um and healing their relationship with food and finding joyful movement do sometimes see weight loss, but again, it's not something that we track. It's not something that we care about because it just shows that like your body is smart and it's going to do what it needs to do and sometimes your weight will fluctuate. Sometimes it will go down. Sometimes it will go up. Sometimes it'll just stay the same for a while. And that's fine too. And I think recognizing that wherever your body is right now, regardless if you are in a small body or a large body, you deserve to heal your relationship with food. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful. My DMs are always open to chat. Um, My email is located in the show notes. And I just wanted to remind you guys that I have a $99 deal on my four-week self-run, redefine your own version of healthy mini course for the duration um, of the year. So if you are interested in that, head over to the show notes and click the link and be sure to use the promo code Diet Culture Sucks to make sure that you get it for the $99 price. And if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, I do have my waitlist open. So the way that you can apply to work with me is also in the show notes. Um, And if you have any questions about that, just send me an email um, and I'll get back to you. So thank you guys for spending this time with me and I will see you tomorrow.